Emma Mae Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up? What's up, incredible humans? Wow, I missed you. This is Emma Mae Dinkins here to welcome you to the Have You Heard podcast. Friends, faith comes by hearing, so grab your headphones and let's get into the Word. Super fun stuff has been happening in life recently. I moved into a house for my junior year of college with my three best friends last week and Wow, it's just such a joy getting to do life with people. But not only that, just moving into a new home, creating a safe place, a place of retreat with people who you're doing life with. It's just, it's a joy, especially the year before getting married. This is definitely a timely and cherished year with my girls. There was a really interesting story that happened the week that I was moving into the new house. So the other three girls had already moved in so I was the fourth and last one to move into our home and my family back in Arkansas we just moved there as well so I've been doing a lot of moving lately but my mom and dad were wanting to get rid of a lot of their furniture and so our rug in our previous living room they were like do you want this and I was like oh yes I was having so much fun like envisioning and dreaming of what I could make my room look like with that boho rug And so we get to the new house here with my girls and we unroll the rug and keep in mind, I had moved back in Arkansas. And so that rug that used to be out in our living room as a family, it had been rolled up for about a month. And because that was in our living room, that was where we as a family hung out and our dogs hung out. And so because of all of those smells being rolled up, (laughs) for an entire month when we unrolled that rug in my room it smelled like puppies (laughs) and so we me and my mom were like deep cleaning mode we went to Lowe's and we got a shampooer so that we could like deep clean the sucker and so we were like really excited because we were like wow I think Like, I think that the smell is really coming out. We had fans going in my room and essential oils going in the room just to try and freshen up the smells. And that night, I went and stayed with my mom at an Airbnb. And around 1130, I get a text from the girls here at the house. And they were like, really sad news. Emma, the rug smells terrible. Like, the smell has leaked into the other rooms in the house, and we want to just close the door so that it doesn't get into the rooms even more. And we were like, wait, no. First off, I'm so sorry that it is stinking up the house. Second, don't close the doors. You're welcome to just take it out of take it out of the room or leave the doors open. That way there's airflow. And y'all, my best friend, they literally rolled up my rug for me and went and took it out and left it outside for the night so that the next day we could do what we needed to do with it. Well, it rains that night, and so when we get back to the house to continue moving in, we're like, okay, now we really can't use this rug because it still smells like puppies and it's been rained on, and so we ended up throwing it out, but I ended up, okay, 
a day later, getting a new rug. And y'all, this rug was far better than the rug that I thought was so dreamy and boho and I was so excited to put things with it. It fit the room even better than what the previous rug did. Like the size fit better, the colors fit better, the, the coziness of its look fit better. It was like, what? Thank you God for giving me a stinky rug so I could find this one. And I wanted to share that story with y'all because there's two points in this story that I really want to hit home. And the first one is the act of calling it out. I had friends who loved me enough and cared about the smell of our home enough to tell me that I had a stinky rug. Like they were willing to call it out rather than just sitting in the stink and letting it fester and being uncomfortable with it and being afraid to hurt my feelings so they wouldn't tell me. Like, no, they very kindly called it out saying, Emma, this rug smells. And wow, I am so thankful for friends who not only do that with rugs, but who do that with life, who do that in our walks with the Lord. Like friends, if you are in a position where you are worrying a lot, or you look in the mirror and you just are speaking words with the tone of insecurity over yourself, or you're gossiping very frequently, or you're finding yourself comparing yourself to others you have the friends who are in your core group it they love calls out what is not of the light love calls out what is not love love calls out what is not pleasing to the lord because love desires you to become all that god has called you to become and so just as my friends called out the stinky rug they told me i had a stinky rug do you have friends in your life who know you and i'm not just talking surface level hey how are you good how are you good i'll see you tomorrow like do you have friends that truly know you that are walking through the fun and lighthearted stuff but also the tough tender stuff Do you have people that are running alongside you, championing you on, and also loving you enough to call out the things that are not of the Lord so that you can become more and more of who God has called you to be? I want to share some scripture with you on this. Proverbs 27, 17 says that iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And sharpening is uncomfortable. Like if you see iron sharpening iron, it requires chipping away. It requires heat and pressure and uncomfortability. (laughs) And so if you think of friends sharpening one another, that means stepping out of your comfort zone. That means letting God's love cast out all fear so that you can address the real issue. It's not going to be easy, but it's worth it. And we need to be surrounded by people who see calling out worth it because they see your life becoming all God has called it to be as worth it. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, Solomon says two people are far better off than one for they can help each other succeed. Yes, (laughs) if one person falls, the other can reach out and help but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. And so I want to pull out two things from that from that group of verses. It says if one person falls, meaning we are going to fall, we're human. Romans 3:23, all of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. We are people. 
I love how like Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that when you are tempted, God provides a way of escape so that you can endure it. Not if you are tempted, but when you are tempted. Meaning we live in a world ruled by the kingdom of the air, ruled by the enemy. We live in a world of sin. We live in a world where we are fallen in desperate need of a savior. Meaning that we are going to be tempted and we're going to mess up. No matter how incredible you are, no matter how great you are, you are going to fall sometimes and you weren't made to do life alone. You were made to do life in community. We see God represent that. God is three in one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity, but they are unified as one God in three persons. He said, let us make man in our image. How powerful is this, my friends? God is a God of community and he made us in his image to be in community. You weren't made to do it alone for if you fall and you're alone, you're in real trouble. Proverbs 27, 9, the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is sweet to the soul. It may be uncomfortable. It may not be easy to hear. I know sometimes whenever people call out things, sin that I'm walking in, or when people call out tendencies that I have that aren't productive, they aren't fruitful, my immediate reaction is sometimes insecurity and I will just beat myself up because I subconsciously expect myself to do things perfectly. So if I'm messing something up, then I am very quick to be hard on Emma, very quick to condemn Emma. And there could be other people listening to this podcast who become filled with pride in an instant of that moment, thinking, no, like, what are you talking about? I don't do that. Or what are you talking about? I got it together. But neither one are healthy. Insecurity, pride, neither one of those responses is healthy. But to listen to that, be humble and take it to the Lord and ask him to search your heart. Say, God, like, is this, is this legit? Like, show me what is of you and me and show me what is not and prune away what is not. I thank you, God, that you will finish the good work that you started in me. Man, the counsel of a godly friend that's heartfelt. It's sweet to the soul because God uses people to help us become who he's called us to be. You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network, and now a message from one of our network supporters. Luke 6.31, do to others as you would have them do to you. And I say this to the group of friends. Sometimes we can be very timid to approach our best friends and say, hey, like I've noticed a lot of gossip whenever I hang out around you or, hey, like I've noticed that you really beat yourself up a lot lately or, hey, and what, what fill in the blank, whatever it is that you're seeing in someone's life that you're really close to and it's hindering them from walking in God's love and grace and truth. Sometimes we're not bold in that from a place of love because we're afraid that we're going to be thought of differently or we're afraid that we're going to mess up in how we approach it or we're afraid fill in the blank. 
it's kind of like the example of the stinky rug. Like, my friends very easily could have not said, hey, Emma, your rug is stinky because they wouldn't have wanted to hurt my feelings, because they may have felt as though they were being nitpicky, whatever. But they knew that it was a legit problem that could be solved, and so they stepped into solution finding. How cool is that? And so just in that scenario, um, an example of that scenario, friend, like, if you have, like, sought the Lord in prayer and you are noticing something that's hindering your best friend from, like, walking in an even greater depth of what the Lord has called him or her to walk in, don't let the reason be you you not approaching them to, like, call it out with grace and truth be because you're afraid of what they'll think of you afterwards or you're afraid that you're going to come across a wrong way. Like, if it's something that is genuinely in need of acknowledging, like, don't let fear prevent growth from happening. God's love casts out all fear and love doesn't demand its own way. Love is not self-seeking. I love my friend enough to let her know what I've seen because I want her to become all that God has called her to become. Friends who call it out because they love you, not from a place of judgment, not from a place of pride or condemnation, but from a place of I love you, I think you're incredible, and I see an area as your best friend where I think God wants to grow you in, and I think he's wanting to use me to help you be aware of it. How beautiful is that? It's powerful. So friend, do you have those people in your life? Do you have those people in your life who are willing to call out things in you that are not of the Lord from a place of love, from a place of championing you on, from a place of celebrating who God made you to be? And are you one of those friends? Are you walking in boldness and intentionality and compassion alongside the people that God has placed in your life? Are you walking in a place of humility, desiring your friends to be all who God has called them to be? You want them to succeed. You want them to be built up in truth. You want them to grow. You want the stinky rugs, the worry, the gossip, the comparison, the insecurity, the sin patterns. You want those to be thrown out of their house that is the temple of the Lord. You desire for their stinky rug to be thrown out of there. Do you have those people? Are you one of those people? Something else really cool that I want to acknowledge is that my friends took the rug out of the house for me. So not only did they call out that the rug was stinky, but they walked it out with me. It's one thing to approach your friend and say, hey, I've noticed that you are worrying about a lot of things that we could truly rest and have peace about. Or I'm noticing that you've been tending to gossip a lot and then just leave it there. No, we want to be friends who walk it out alongside our friends. Whenever our friends are in that vulnerable position, when a stinky rug has been identified in their life, when it's met with empathy and when it's met with, hey, I want to walk alongside you to see you become all who God has called you to be, that is powerful. Friends who call it out and walk it out. Say, hey, I'm not leaving you hanging. Woe to the man who falls and has no one to pick him up. I'm here to pick you up. I'm here to walk alongside you. I'm here to love you well because we were made to do life in community. You weren't made to do this life alone. 
Are you a friend who calls it out and walks it out? And do you have friends around you who love you enough to call things out and walk it out with you? Something else that I want to identify is that there was a better rug waiting. (laughs) How fun is that? Like, there was a rug that fit the theme and the coziness and the colors of my room better than the original rug did. In John 15, Jesus talks about how he is the vine and the father is the gardener and we are the branches. And anything in us that does not bear fruit, the father prunes away so that more fruit can be bared. In Isaiah 58, we hear that God is the God who strengthens our frame. And in Ephesians 3.20, we know that God wants to do like exceedingly and abundantly greater things according to his power at work within us. God is refining us. He's strengthening us. He's working in and through us and wanting to remove from us the things that aren't of him so that more fruit can be bared. God takes us from strength to strength, grace to grace, and glory to glory. He promises to finish this good work he started in us. And one of the way he does this is through our friendships. Through our friendships, he helps us discover the better rugs in us. (laughs) There are rugs of security, confidence, humility, peace, rest. There are rugs that he intends to lay on the floors of our house that is the home of his Holy Spirit. Our bodies are not our own, they are his temple. And when I think of being a temple, I think of rooms being occupied with joy and having rugs of life and beauty and prayer and purpose. And so when there are stinky rugs occupying that home, (laughs) I'm thankful that I have the Holy Spirit and I have people around me to help me acknowledge when there are stinky rugs. Hebrews 12 says to throw off the sin that so easily entangles and the things that hinder so that I can run the race that's been set before me with endurance. I need people to help me throw those things off. I get to make the choice of whether or not I throw it off, but my community and my friendships play a big role in in how I go about throwing off the things that hinder and giving me encouragement and spurring me on in truth to help me let the Holy Spirit do what only he can do as I surrender to the Lord daily and he removes the rugs that are not of him and he refurnishes my home that is his temple. Friend, don't do life alone. You were made for community. You were made for relationship. We need to be friends who love our friends enough to have conversations about the stinky rugs. Not out of judgment, as I said, but out of wanting to see one another become the best versions of ourselves that we could be. When vulnerability meets empathy, shame is demolished. None of us are perfect. We all have rugs that God is pulling out. They may look different. We all have different struggles, but we all have struggles. It's like the rugs may look different, but they're all rugs. So be gracious. Be bold. Spur one another on. Call it out and walk it out with a tender heart, being quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because friend, we're a team. I love y'all so much. God has better rugs that he wants to furnish the home that is your body, that is his temple, that is your mind, your heart, your strength, your soul. 
He wants to furnish it with what is of his spirit, love and joy and peace. And a way that we get to fully taste and see the design that God wants to work within us. A way that we get to fully experience what God is wanting to do in and through us is by being surrounded with community, not doing life alone. It's essential. Y'all, I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm praying for you today. And I pray that this encourages you. You're incredible. Y'all, be sure and rate, review, subscribe, share it with all of your people, and know that you matter to God and that he has such incredible rugs that he wants to fill your life with that are filled with color, that are filled with joy and peace and kindness, um, that are filled with his spirit. He desires that for you. So y'all have the best day ever. I'll see you next week. blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.